0: This is the audio-only version of a video recap brought to you by the UR Team Number podcast. For more information, go to yattencast.wordpress.com. Welcome to the fifth Amazing Race 26 recap podcast of the UR Team Number podcast. My name is Michael Harmstone, and joining me is the world's most honest podcaster, Logan Saunders.
1: Afternoon. Ben, Great uh, to be here. Great to be here.
0: Yeah, Ben got kidnapped by uh, Jim and Misty from Amazing Race 25, so he's not going to be with us this week, but he will be back for next week's episode. We'll be form. back with
1: more sparkling teeth than ever.
0: He will. Uh, as with all our shows, we are live for the next hour or so, so please get in contact with us with any comments that you have for this episode, and I am aware that it did not air in every time zone, so if you have not seen the fifth episode of Enraged 26 yet, maybe wait a couple of days and then come back to it once you have seen it, because we are going to be spo- spoiling who may or may not have got eliminated and some of the slightly offensive things that they did this episode. Um, Indeed, it was
1: was, uh, quite the treat. I should point out that, uh, correct me if I'm wrong on this, Michael, but the episode aired between two March Madness games uh, this past Friday.
0: Yeah, I mean, the basketball announcers did intro it and outro it. Like, oh, thanks, Phil. (laughs) But yeah, it was a weird way for CBS to do it, really. But as far as I know, it is getting repeated at some point in the next week. So despite the fact that we have seen it, not everyone has. Uh, so if you are watching on Google+, you can use the QA function. If you're watching on YouTube, you can post comments underneath the video. And of course, you can tweet us using the hashtag, the cast, which you can see whenever I speak. So did you enjoy this episode, Logan? Apart from it being a little bit near the knuckle.
1: <laughs> oh, it's been one of the more it, it, it's quite the transition going from Thailand to uh, Germany believe it or not particularly going to uh, Munich here um, at the start of the episode um, they were given no money for this leg of the race which surprised me a bit but really upping the ante here and they didn't show up departure times whatsoever you know all we saw was Curtin virgin starting off the leg with uh, at, I don't know what time exactly but uh They went to the airport, realized that everyone's going to be bunched up on the same flight, and then just like in recent seasons, you know, all the teams end up showing up there, and uh, certain teams get to hog confessionals more than others, and on the plane to uh, Munich we go.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was disappointing to see the Major Race 24 style, here are all your flights, you don't have to actually do anything come back. I did think that we'd escaped that this season, but obviously not. yeah
1: a real shame. I mean, last last leg, we have teams, you know, eating an egg, and, and this leg, you know, sucked an egg, as they would say in Lethal Weapon. So, uh, yeah, so all teams, you know, get to Munich, and already an equalizer here, and it's a scramble for taxis at the start of the day here.
0: And back to more food-related films, because the first task was an active route info, sending them to Hamburg's Hamburgers, which is yeah. a, a German fast-food chain where they where each person has got to eat 10 hamburgers.
1: Yeah, they were smaller hamburgers, you know, European-sized portions compared to, you know, what, what we see in the States there. So teams had a slightly easier time with this. I should point out we skipped over uh, Tyler and Laura's uh, date night from last week. Uh, weren't they on a boat or something?
0: Yeah, go- going down the, uh, the river in Thailand.
1: Yeah, it was a pretty boring uh, night there. No mushroom, uh, no, no uh, mushroom kingdom reference like uh, Harley and Jonathan. It was pretty bland. I think Tyler referenced himself as a lady boy or lady man once again. I'm really yeah. tired of him making that joke because it's been a bit overdone by this point. By this but, point, it's overdone uh, in the
0: first episode. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah that's. <laughs> Yeah, I think you're right on that, but this is the third episode in a row where he's made that joke. He's going three for three here, and quite frankly, I hope the editors uh, don't pay any more attention to it.
0: It was nice that uh, at Hamburg's Hamburgers, they did uh, decide to give Rochelle veggie hamburgers so that she didn't actually have to break her vegetarianism.
1: Yeah, it's great that it was adjusted, you know, for each individual racer. I know that PETA has complained about certain tasks over Amazing Race history, particularly with uh, Amazing Race 14, with the elephant task, where, and with the elephant and tiger there, where I know there were some accusations of animal cruelty. Yeah. And then in Amazing Race Canada too, we had, you know, the, the bile or liver, or whatever it was, of a snake, and I know that upset some viewers as well. Uh, so Pete? it's great that in 2015 we see uh, producers take the. Initiative, and you know, it, so that a racer doesn't have to violate their personal
0: beliefs. H- having said that, at least by the end of the episode, we had another animal be tagged with the. Uh, All right. Yeah, with, with Haley's tracking device.
1: Yeah, we'll get to we'll get to that later <laughs> on here, but uh, uh, um, yeah, so the hamburger task. Um, I think Matt and Ashley jumped out to the early lead after, you know, going to another stall eating 10 hamburgers yeah. from the wrong Hamburg's hamburgers place. Okay, I'm just kidding about that. That actually happened. But it would be funny if they ended up eating 20 hamburgers instead of the 10.
0: To be fair, I did Google it afterwards, and there are about three or four Hamburg's hamburgers in uh, Munich. So it wouldn't have actually been well, out of the question for them to have done that.
1: Well, just think of it, just here where I live here in the Okanagan, we have uh, four subways where there's three different individual uh, subway locations and then one at the local mall here. So I don't know if it's hamburgers, hamburgers, hamburgers is uh, quite the same as Subway, but, you know, I get the idea of how the mix-up could occur.
0: And because it's Canada, there will be at least one Tim Hortons, probably a second cup and at least one keg all of which yeah, are canadian very true, And all of which are awesome. Canadian point out. Especially second I'm cup. I'm not a cup. big fan. Second cup are now in Manchester in the UK. If they want to send me free stuff, they can do. Because <laughs> I've been there a lot in the past couple of weeks. Just, you know, pandering for, uh, for freebies from Canadians.
1: Yes. We're going to have them as our sponsors soon enough if you uh, keep this up. That Just crazy random coffee places, and uh, they'll, they'll be sure to fund us sooner rather than later.
0: To be fair, that would be awesome, because I do actually have a loyalty card four-second cup in my wallet, and I'm only about two and people I away know and, you,
1: and I do recall your fondness for Tim Hortons. You're not, not saying that. No, you, were, you... You really emphasized wanting to go there when uh, you came here to Vancouver.
0: Oh, yes. You, you know my love of Tim Hortons, and in fact, I, somewhere downstairs, I do have a Tim Hortons mug that I... I use purely for nice hot chocolate.
1: Yes, while well, I devour yeah. my veggie sandwich.
0: Exactly. You you didn't even want a hot drink. You just went straight for the uh, the veggie sandwiches.
1: Well, in the words of uh, Gerard from Amazing Race Three, I was hungry. I needed the sandwich. Yeah.
0: So after the hamburger task, teams had to go to the uh, to the roadblock, which was at uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's old training gym. And the yeah,
1: the time.
0: Yeah, who wants to munch a tiny sausage? (laughs) Which is a little bit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, So uh, I think uh, let's see who all did the roadblock here. Correct me if I'm wrong on this, Michael. But the players who did this roadblock were Jackie, Laura, Virgin, Allie, Rochelle, Ashley, and Jenny. (laughs) Believe it or not.
0: Sounds about right to me. Um, So yeah, not a lot to really report about the roadblock apart from the fact that, you know, it was ridiculously smutty. So many sausage puns.
1: I know, we can't even keep a straight face talking about this task.
0: I think of every single Amazing Race task ever, this is maybe the most inappropriate they have ever done. (laughs) I know, with Amazing Race 6
1: there, with the, you know, they had the sausage-making task there, where we have probably the most disgusting screen cap of Bolo I've ever seen when he has the sausage... Dangling from his mouth there. Or uh, in the Mason Race All Star.
0: Miss California, everyone. With
1: uh, Dustin and Candace puking out the sausage there, and yeah, Eric saying, Miss California, ladies and gentlemen. So, this is the third sausage task that we've had just in the American version alone.
0: To be fair, I wouldn't have thought that Phil would have done his on location report talking about tiny sausages. I thought Phil would have had a little bit more. I know. Than I'm glad he.
1: Yeah, tiny sausage and his kiwis, I believe, was what he was able to avoid from uh, mentioning there.
0: Exactly. Uh, so and we, Jackie said that the sauce.
1: Jackie, I should point out that uh, Jackie was used to the. Since during the race, she was expecting the sausage to be that small. She, was, she just, you know, just breezed through it, and I think Laura did as well, you yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, And uh, uh, Jackie found the Double Date Night Pass.
0: Yeah, the first Crazy, eh? Double Date Night Pass, which entitles uh, her and her partner to go to the Normal Date Nights, as well as uh, being accompanied by Phil Cogan and the uh, Stop Rita.
1: Yes, which we will get to uh, later on the podcast here, but... Uh, yeah, so she. Uh, I I was amazed that they were able to embed the Double Date Night pass in the sausage there.
0: Yeah, I mean... You know, the sausage
1: they, wasn't that big, it was like...
0: It was tiny. They they did uh-huh. uh, they did roll it up quite a far. Or quite a lot.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so after the um, Double Date Night and the Roblox clue, teams must head to the Marcus Vasmeyer. Uh, museum where they've got a detour, which is slightly inappropriate. Um, it's showers or chambers. So, in, yeah. in showers, teams must uh, take upon the traditional German tradition of fixing a shower head for someone you've never met before.
1: Yeah.
0: And in chambers, teams must uh, go back to the Franco Prussian War and lo- correctly load uh, guns with bullets in the chamber.
1: Yeah, early twentieth century uh, weapons, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, exactly.
0: A- 1871, the Franco-Prussian War. What?
1: Yeah. Fun fact, Fun you know, fact. The, it's funny that the amazing race history'd. tries to educate us.
0: Yeah, history. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: it's like educating Ben about music.
0: Exactly. And we also had our first sort of medical issue uh, with Haley accidentally shooting um, Blair.
1: Yes, yeah, I, actually with showers there, I think it was, yeah Matt and Ashley, Mike and Rochelle and Tyler and Laura chose showers. and I think that was the safer option. Yeah. And uh, Matt and Ashley were initially Jeff and Jackie were net, neck and neck going into this task. so it really split them up when Jeff and Jackie did chambers as well along with the uh, Ginny and Jelani, Maybe they confused it with the courtroom chamber, so that's why they went with that. Yeah. And then you have Curtin Virgin in the chamber. And um, and then Haley and Blair and you know then you take it away Michael that was that was quite the incident.
0: Yeah, I mean uh, there was an awful lot of blood for primetime television. But, mm-hmm. um, Blair did joke afterwards that Haley had got a tracking dart into him in the bullet. Yeah, which you know maybe a little inappropriate. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I know because yeah. Haley was loading up the bullets so quickly, and you know, with the gun there, it's so it's such a finicky gun. And then, boom, right in the arm. And then uh, Blair, you know, he was filling up uh, a gun of his as well. And then accidentally uh, shot himself in the foot. And then medics intervened. Um, I think I think it was like the, they made the bullets relatively safe, so it didn't impact them that much. But they had to put Blair's arm in a cast. I believe, and the and the selfie for it was pretty awkward. I mean, I didn't expect the selfie moment to happen right then. <laughs> yeah, you can. He can only use the one arm to take the selfie in the first place, and the the medics were posing with them.
0: Yeah, uh, and it could have been worse. For him. It could have been a tranquilizer dart.
1: It could have been a tranquilizer dart. That is correct. It could have been much worse. And Haley gets off scot free, which I feel is. Poetic justice. She gets to shoot her partner in the arm, and the partner shoots himself in the foot.
0: I mean, I mean, at least it could, it did happen to them rather than any other team because they are medically trained. Worst case scenario, they could have done with it right. themselves.
1: Exactly. That's why it wasn't that big of a deal. The medics, combined with Haleen Blair's uh, knowledge and overall professionalism, really you now made the issue. Uh, not as severe as it could have been. If, say, it happened to Marshall and Lance, or uh, or uh, other teams in the past who have uh, been stuck with medical issues, okay. like if Dave accidentally got shot in the arm, we would have heard about it nonstop for the whole season, and that would have been the worst.
0: I mean, imagine if it had happened to Kevin and Drew. It'd be like, shoot you, fat bastard, shoot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it works! Oh, yes. Shoot you, yep. Yeah, definitely, we would have had, that would have been the season premiere of, uh, the series premiere of The Amazing Race, if that were to happen.
0: Yep. Um, and once teams completed their respective detour, they had to head to an abandoned hotel called the Hotel Schindler and complete a task called Schindler's List, where they had to crawl on their knees and remember hotel room numbers for, uh, for the hotel manager, and if they got yes, the or, items, uh, Mr come. yes, his
1: name was Mr. Shin. Is that is that serious? Was his name really Mr. Shin?
0: Yeah, I think that might have been a uh, a sort of a fake name, a pseudonym. <laughs> um,
1: yes, an alias, an a- aliases on the Amazing Race. What is this? Flight time and big easy. You don't even go by your real names anymore.
0: Well, yeah, Once team's uh, completed the, or handed over the correct five room numbers to Mr. Shin. Uh, he presented them with their next clue.
1: And once again, Matt and Ashley still did well, and uh, Jeff and Jackie fell a bit behind because they chose the Chambers task, which in my opinion was the slower uh, detour option. And Jackie did really well kneeling on her knees there. Uh, I don't know how she did so well, but uh... <laughs> She was, she really uh, hustled there, and Mike and Rochelle did surprisingly well as well. So I don't, uh, it was really a three-way race to the pit stop.
0: I don't know what you're implying with Jackie.
1: I don't know either. It's a mystery.
0: <laughs> Maybe what happened at the double date night.
1: <laughs> yes, we'll get to that later. There's a whole new crazy twist with the Double Date Night in terms of uh, who sponsored it, which, uh, yeah, we'll get to that.
0: Yeah, But, uh...
1: um, Anything else to add about this task here, uh, Michael?
0: No, not really. I mean, it was appropriate that Jackie had to spend so long on an ease. But... Um... so once teams got their clue from Mr. Shin, they found out they had to crawl to the pit stop, which is the nearby Olympic stadium used for the 1972 Olympic Games. And uh, they're greeted by Je- Jeff and Bracky's double date night partners, um, Phil and the pit stop greeter, who is a female from the movie Beerfest.
1: Yeah, uh, Beer Fest, for those who don't know, um, sort of a take on Oktoberfest. It was a movie made by Broken Lizard, who were also responsible for Super Troopers. In fact, there's going to be a sequel to Super Troopers, uh, I think, in the next year or so. Which the, better, be it yes, better be called Super Troopers. called Super Troopers.
0: Troopers. That's all, all I have to say on that. <laughs> I'm very disappointed if it's not.
1: And that movie's all about Oktoberfest. I think it pretty much t- uh, takes place in uh, similar locations. And they got one, the actresses, from the film there. i uh, not sure if she's directly uh, tied to Broken Lizard. But uh, she's with Phil uh, Kogan there at the pit stop and uh, Jeff and Jackie uh, get to the pit stop in a second there and they offer the double date night pass to Phil in the pit stop greeter and I think Phil pretty much was bored and shrugged and said what the hell let's, uh, well I mean you're supposed to give it to a team but if nobody else wants it and I know current version would have definitely not wanted it, so uh, they agreed to double date night, and it was sponsored by JVC, yeah. I mean, uh, the can... popular uh,
0: film uh, company. Is it fair to call this the uh, double sex press pass?
1: <laughs> yes, the double sex press, yes. <laughs> um, uh, because, I mean, it's inevitable that when JVC is sponsoring a task are sponsoring a date night with Jeff and Jackie, and Jeff and Jackie are the only couple who are going to be most likely dating once the season is over, you don't give them a videotape, especially no. when uh, Jackie is a huge fan of Kim Kardashian, and we all know about Kim Kardashian and tape, so uh, there Jackie is, a, is emulating her idol a bit more than is necessary.
0: There, There is a very inappropriate parking rec blooper that I can mention here, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I will try and find it for you after the podcast. Uh, so, okay. it was Matt and Ashley...
1: Yeah, we're not going to give the link to that on the podcast here. That, we're, oh, we are not. It's we want to keep this a
0: family show. It's Chris Pratt being very inappropriate. Um, so, it was Matt and Ashley who came in first after dominating the leg, and they won a twist from Amazing Race China, the Revival Pass.
1: Oh, Revival Pass. I, I can't believe this twist, because this was twist, correct me if I'm wrong, but reached China, that was that was a celebrity edition that just took mm. place uh, last year, if I'm not mistaken, correct?
0: Yeah. Why don't, why don't you explain uh, and, what the Revival uh, Pass is to people? What's that? Why don't you explain what the Revival Pass is to people?
1: Pretty much in the Amazing Race China there, it was the right to bring back any team who was eliminated. Uh, And, of course, the ideal strategy would be to bring back the first team that was eliminated, which is exactly what the team from Amazing Race China did. So once it got to... And this was... Except they did this much later in the race. I think this was, like, when there was only four teams left that they brought a team back to make it a final five. And And for the next three or four... And then for the next three or four legs, that team managed to stick around, and then they got absolutely blown out of the water in the final leg. And uh, the other two teams, it was pretty much just a 50-50 shot of who, who was going to win the season.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, they were eliminated in leg two, and they came back in leg nine. <sighs> and there's only
1: three more legs after that, right?
0: Yeah. It was at nine, ten and then 11 was the last leg which is, you know, ridiculous. So just imagine if David and
1: Mary were, uh, were in Amazing Race All-Stars, after finishing ninth, ninth, and ninth, get eliminated, and then say, I don't know, after, during the Malaysia leg, after Chen and Joyce are eliminated, that Justin and Candice get to bring back David and Mary, and then David and Mary get to make it all the way to the final leg, and it's a three-way race between Eric and Danielle, David and Mary, and Charlotte and Mirna. Gee, I wonder who, who's <laughs> going to win that final three.
0: I mean, it was solid strategy for them to bring back Jeff and Lydda, which is what I would have done. But also, it messes up my I spreadsheet. I always want to and say Linda. A, yeah. It messes up my spreadsheet. So this, the Revival Pass is irritating. Never bring it back. Please. For my sanity.
1: I, I, I love uh, American names because... With Linda, it's like a real name, but they take away a letter.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, yep, as we mentioned, it was Matt and Ashley deciding to bring back Jeff and Lydda. Uh Then Jeff and Bracky with the Double Date Nights. Uh, Mike and Michelle in third. Kurt and Bergen in fourth. Uh, Ali and Steve, who we've completely not remembered today, uh, in fifth. Tyler and Lauren in sixth. Uh, Jaylani and Jenny were in seventh. And Blair and Haley were eighth. But it was a non-elimination like... Because they couldn't really eliminate them when uh, Blair had been shot.
1: Yeah, and it was a, and you know they've been receiving such a big edit that it would have been a shock to lose them this early. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how they overcome this, and you know try to at least make it be a big player at the end of this game here. Although for the other teams, it's going to be embarrassing to lose against somebody with one arm because you know that hasn't happened in a racing race recently.
0: Also, can we talk about the preview for next week with the Double Date Night twist? (laughs) What what the hell? I mean, I know JBZ is sponsoring the Double Date Night, but I don't think that Amazing Race is allowed to show quite a lot of what Jeff and Bracky obviously are going to get up to in the observatory.
1: Well, it's... given the tasks that were on this leg, this was that was really just a warm up for what's about to occur.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know we were making inappropriate jokes about her being on her knees, but obviously, they took it to heart.
1: Maybe they watched Survivor South Pacific with Coach.
0: <laughs> on your have... knees. Yeah, I have. <laughs> 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 so. I don't think there's much else to talk about really with the uh, with episode five. Apart from who um, we, who any predictions
1: think? for what's going to happen next week.
0: Um, yeah, because we,
1: we we went through this podcast pretty quickly here. I think we have a couple minutes that we can fill with uh, with what's going to happen down the road here.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that it's fair to say that Jeff and Luna are probably going to get eliminated again after being flown out to uh, France. Monaco.
1: Especially uh, with CJ and Libya not being around. There's not really a team for them to uh, beat at this point.
0: Yeah, why on earth would you not bring that Libya and CJ given how much they sucked? <laughs>
1: yeah. Or, you know, maybe they stand more of a chance than we think because they won't have to uh, go through a dancing task again unless there's an unknown uh, big Namibian dance that I'm unaware of.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's um, it's Monaco and France next week actually. Namibia pop. Yes, it's Monaco and France next week, I think, and then Namibia.
1: Oh, whoa! am
0: I mistaken? Yeah, you are. I mean, I mean, I know they showed images from the next two episodes on the preview, but still. Um, so, yeah, I think, other than that, Bergen and Kurt are probably pretty dead in the water.
1: I don't know, they came in fourth.
0: Yeah, but they've they've sort of been a bit underwhelming in terms of actual racing ability, I think.
1: Yeah, I think Kurt, especially this one, you could tell there's a Before I said he, he was holding his own and he was exceeding my expectations, but I think down I think Kurt's will to be in the race will decrease. Yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> and, uh... He they, they might be going sooner rather than later because they haven't received a huge edit either. Unlike some of the other teams, it's why I expect Matt and Ashley to go pretty soon as well. Yeah. So I think I think teams like Blair and Haley, Jenny and Jolani, Tyler and Laura, and Jeff and Jackie will be the big players in this, and maybe Mike and Rochelle. Yeah. So I was surprised how well Mike and Rochelle did physically, if you ask me.
0: Yeah, I mean that well. She is a badass. She does roll a derby. She's not exactly going to roll over, is she?
1: No, not at all. Um,
0: so yeah, I think we've pretty much covered this episode.
1: Yeah, uh, hopefully we don't see too much of the double date night, because I think they'll lose <laughs> a lot more viewers that way. That'll probably be an online decision, ratings, And it was a stupid ratings decision to have this air between two uh, March Madness games. What the hell were they thinking? Ratings are already low to begin with.
0: I know. I mean, the next episode's airing on Good Friday as well. <laughs> what the hell, guys?
1: It's like they want this this series to be over.
0: Yeah. So? And yeah.
1: especially with what's happening with the editors, that is rumoured, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get news on that in the next couple of days here.
0: Yeah, I mean, we are hearing that the... Uh the season might be taking another break because there could be an editor strike. They are voting for yeah. soon, we think.
1: Yeah. It's all speculation at this point, but hopefully we have something more concrete in the next few days here.
0: Yep. So, thank you very much for watching and listening. We'll be back next Sunday for the next episode recap. If you want to tweet us, use the hashtag YATNcast, which you can see down here. Otherwise, our Twitters are in the YouTube description. See you next week.
1: Bye. Bye! Ben Tribute there for you.